Good morning, good morning. Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is buyer utilizes a real estate broker to negotiate the lease and all hell breaks loose. We'll go over what happened. As of now, we're in 28 states. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. And we're here to service you 363 days a year. We take off Christmas and Easter. You can now reach us at from 8 a.m. East Coast time to 9 p.m. East Coast time. I'd be more than happy to take care of you. Our contact number is 201-663-0935. And our website is nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com or dentalpracticeguide.com. Either way, you could reach us. So the information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It's not legal or business advice. Now, also, we uh, have been doing this for 13 years now. I was a dentist at 25, so we think we have some great information to share with you, dealing with hundreds of transactions over the years. Also, if you're thinking about selling to one of the DSOs, please call us first because uh, we can uh, help you because we deal with them all the time and the marketplace is changing radically as we speak here in uh, spring of 23. It is radically changing. Some of the companies, are, many of the companies are tightening up. Some are dropping out. One is going bankrupt. Another one doesn't buy single practice purchases anymore. They only want very large number, like five, six, seven practices combined under one ownership. So everything is changing. Many of the DSOs we work with, they all pay our commission. So there's no commission to you. And also, if you work with us, depending on criteria, we can often get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. And based on certain criteria. So let's talk about what happens. A buyer, and I would say the buyer innocently in the sale of a dental practice knew a real estate broker they thought could help negotiate the lease. Well, we've already have the buyer for the landlord. It's not as though the real estate broker is bringing a new client to the landlord. So historically, all the time, the attorney representing the buyer will do direct negotiations with the landlord. It has nothing to do with the seller or the seller's attorney. It is the buyer's attorney who will do direct negotiations with the uh, uh, will do direct negotiations with the landlord. There is no fee involved on our part. We never charge a fee. We never ask for a portion of the uh, uh, you know, the lease that's coming in. Now, real estate brokers do that, and they you know, they deserve that. That's fine. 
you know, they'll get a portion. Maybe it's 5%. I don't know what it is. So it's one month for every year. It's about 5% over the lifetime of the lease. Or it's one month per year over the lifetime of the lease. So, you know, it's a fair amount of money that adds up. And they deserve that. That's their job. They're bringing to the landlord a new client. But in our situation, this situation, there is no new client. We have the client. We've already provided the client. And we as dental brokers, we don't ask for a fee or a portion of the uh, of the uh, lease over the next 10 years. We don't do that. We want the most money going to our buyers uh, so the buyer is the best negotiation. So the landlord, when he's figuring out what the lease negotiation is, he does not have an extra expense. Well, under this circumstance, the buyer decides to use his lease negotiator and the fee itself was coming from the landlord. The buyer wasn't paying anything. So naturally, the lease negotiator, that is the uh, real estate broker, is going to request a part of the lease, a commission from the lease. So what's the landlord going to do? Landlord's not going to eat it. He's going to add it onto the lease. In this situation, it was the tipping point. All hell broke loose. The landlord on a lease negotiation, I think they were going to create a new lease. Or we're going to do a lease assignment with the extension. So um, they were creating a new lease, if you call it that. So while you're creating a new lease, instead of just assigning the lease from the seller to the buyer, you make a new lease, and at which time the landlord could put in there whatever he wants, could increase the rent. And this landlord was going to go up by about $480 on a $7,000 or $6,000 rental. We changed the numbers around Protect the Innocent. So the landlord's going to change, the landlord did change the lease, but extended the lease also. And the landlord's entitled to that. And the new lease uh, dollar amount wasn't that far off uh, the present lease. It was within normal bounds, normal market range. So it wasn't an extraordinary increase. But the fact was the landlord's now increasing the rent. And the rent increase is probably correlated to what he was going to be paying the commission to the, uh, the real estate broker. All right, we never get involved with real estate brokers because they're gonna add their commission on it and they deserve it, but this is a different situation. We've already presented the client. We do not ask the landlord for any money whatsoever, any commission from the landlord. We want the most benefit going to the buyer so the buyer's attorney can negotiate the lease. So repeating, the person to negotiate the lease is always the buyer's attorney. Okay, it's rare ever. I'm doing this for 13 years and I don't remember once that we got involved with a real estate broker. There was no need for that when it came to the lease. So situation here, uh, as soon as the real estate broker got involved, the buyer should have never engaged the services of a uh, real estate broker. There was no need for that. I think the buyer did it in a naive, innocent way. She thought the real estate broker would be helpful. The real estate broker tells them they're not going to be any charge to you. So all hell broke loose. So what happened is now the buyer finding out the lease is going up. All of a sudden the deal's falling apart. I think the buyer still made a huge error because uh, 
the increase compared to losing the deal wasn't worth it. It was like, you got to be kidding me. You're walking away from a deal because it's going up by 500 some odd dollars? That is no reason to leave a deal. You'll make that difference up in, the, in, in a couple of months. It doesn't matter. You you lose, and this practice was in an area, one of the busier areas of the country. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was a big mistake. The buyer's going to take months before they can find a deal like this again. And frankly, I think the buyer is making a huge mistake. But because of the increased uh, rent, probably coming from the real estate broker um, to cover the real estate broker's commission, that's what happened. That's just crazy. And the deals fell apart. Now, we always have backup buyers, so we're going to go to our backup buyer. But the buyer themselves made a big mistake, a big mistake in bringing on this real estate broker to negotiate the lease. Once again, we have nothing uh, nothing negative to say about a real estate broker. They're very helpful. We have the utmost respect for them. But the buyer made an error bringing the real estate broker in because there was no need for it. And that's what they did. And now so we got a big headache. Many of you, I realize, uh, you know, think you could do these deals on your own. You got it all figured out. You got it covered. You've bought one, two, three, four, five practices. It's not your first, as many buyers, sellers tell me, it's not my first rodeo. Yeah, okay. I'm doing this for 13 years, and I can't even recall if I ever had an incident like this happen before. So you've got to be wise. You've got to understand um, that that's where you need a dental broker to help with these things, experience, and so forth. But this is one deal that's blowing up and uh should never happen never happened buyers making an error twice you make an error by bringing in a real estate broker making an error by uh leaving the deal and i think they're going to pay dearly for it they'll find out in a few months when they try to find another practice to spend more money on attorneys going through the process again so it was an error and these would have this is what happens thank you for listening this just broke this story. We don't have time to go to those fancy studios with the plants and the blue lights and the blue screens. Uh, we just don't have that. We just give you the information as it comes in. So get ready. We have a bunch of new practices coming. We have a significant number with letters of intent moving forward now. Uh, still a lot of activity. Even though interest rates are going up, we still have plenty of activity going on. So please call me and we'll get it together. All right. Thank you. Bye now.